Good morning. Last week, the Planning Commission formally endorsed its draft of the county's new comprehensive plan. And after three years of work, that started the countdown. County supervisors have 90 days from last Tuesday to finish the comprehensive plan. For Tuesday, April 2nd, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. Loudoun County Commuter Services has ways to keep your wheels turning and keep you cheerful. There are commuter buses from park and ride lots to destinations in Arlington, the Pentagon, Crystal City, and Washington, D.C., or a Metro Connection bus can drop you off at Wheelie Rest and East Metro Rail Station to hop on the Silver Line. Or local buses can get you from Leesburg to Ashburn and Sterling, from Sterling to Reston, or just around the town of Leesburg for only a dollar. To learn more about these or find a carpool or van pool, visit loudoun.gov commute or call 703 771 5665. Let's go. Today's Morning Minute is brought to you by Loudoun County Transit. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. On March 26th, the Loudoun County Planning Commission formally endorsed work on the county's new comprehensive plan. That means almost 20 years after the last comprehensive plan, and after three years of work on this one, county supervisors now have 90 days to finish that work. Actually, as of today, they have 83. When it's adopted, this plan will guide the county government's philosophy and its decisions on growth and development for years to come. The controversy in this plan has mostly centered on a relatively small part of the county, the transition policy area, which divides the rural west from the suburban east. The Planning Commission's version of the new comprehensive plan would greatly expand the allowable number of homes in that area, as well as setting aside some of it for data centers. Conservationists and planning commissioners have argued over whether allowing more development in the transition policy area erodes protections for the rural west or relieves the pressure to develop there. One commissioner, Ad Barnes of Leesburg, voted against the plan as it stands now over concerns about development there. Commissioner Eugene Scheel from the Catoctin District out west voted for it, but still had some concerns that the commission did not include new programs for preserving agricultural land. The Planning Commission removed a county-funded purchase of development rights program that was included in the existing plan, although it must be said it hasn't been funded for some time, and the commission opted not to include a new transfer of development rights program. Each would have given rural landowners options to sell the rights to development on their land, permanently protecting that land from development. In the case of transfer of development rights, those rights could be applied, sold, and applied to land elsewhere, increasing the allowable density of development in other targeted areas. In the early stages of the plan, hundreds of Loudoners came out to give their opinions on all of this, and the overwhelming majority of them wanted to protect the West and the transition area from development but the majority of planning commissioners defended the plan overall. They argued, we need to plan for the county's continued growth. And Commission Chairman Fred Jennings said the county will need to review the plan regularly instead of waiting another 20 years to do the next one. He pointed to the state code that the county is supposed to review it every five years. Some county supervisors have already begun wondering publicly about what would happen if they took longer than 90 days to do their work. They will hold their first work session on the plan tomorrow at 6 p.m. Go to loudnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, the country's largest criminal justice reform nonprofit kicked off Second Chance Month with its second annual 5K yesterday afternoon. 
Second Chance Month is a month-long series of events across the country to educate Americans and prompt them to give second chances to people who have been incarcerated. About 60 people, all either employees of the nonprofit or their family members, competed in the race with the fastest time recorded at 21 and a half minutes. They started from the nonprofit's office in Lansdowne. According to the nonprofit, more than 600,000 of the nation's 2.2 million incarcerated individuals are released each year, and about two-thirds of them are rearrested within three years. The nonprofit was founded in 1976 by Charles Colson. If that sounds familiar, he was formerly known as President Richard Nixon's hatchet man and was imprisoned for seven months for obstruction of justice and attempting to cover up the Watergate scandal. The nonprofit is now working to create prison fellowship academy sites in all 50 states by 2026 to help prisoners with their reentry to society and to, quote, embrace their God-given potential in Christ, end quote. The Board of Supervisors has approved plans to rehabilitate the one-lane John G. Lewis Memorial Bridge along unpaved Featherbed Lane over the Catoctin Creek. According to the county, the bridge dates to 1889 when it was built on the Leesburg and Alexandria Turnpike, which you might know today as Route 7, over Goose Creek. In 1932, it was taken apart and moved to its current location over Catoctin Creek. In 1974, the Catoctin Creek Bridge, as it was then known, was placed on the National Register of Historic Places as an example of 19th century engineering. In 2013, the bridge was renamed for John G. Lewis, who led the effort to get it on that list. Then in 2014, the weight limit on the bridge was reduced from 15 tons to 3 tons after an inspection found cracks in the steel. Since then, the Virginia Department of Transportation has been studying options for replacing or rehabilitating the bridge along with a community panel. The plan they've chosen calls for building a new bridge and putting this one on top of it. They'll mount the existing steel truss bridge on top of a new bridge of modern design with an attempt to preserve the look of the old bridge with faux stone abutments and a deck of glue laminated timber. Construction on this $5.6 million project, which is fully funded with state and federal money, is expected to begin in spring of 2021, during which time the bridge will be closed completely. That work is expected to last 18 months. And three students at Foxcroft School have been named Scholastic Art and Writing Awards National Medalists. The Alliance for Young Artists and Writers announced the result of their National Scholarship and Recognition Program for Creative Teens in grades 7 through 12 on March 15th. The works of Roxy Chen, Shea Hogan, and Emma Northrup were selected from among more than 340,000 works, ranging from memoirs and critical essays to sculpture, editorial cartoons, and video game design. About 2,700 works become national medalists. All three Foxcroft students received silver medals presented for works demonstrating high honors on the national level, according to the Scholastic website. Roxy, a senior from Shanghai, China, was, presented, uh, was recognized in the mixed media art category for her piece, The Afghan Girl. Sophomore Emma of Middleburg earned her medal with a photograph entitled Boys on the Swing. And Shay, also a sophomore, authored a poem called Autumn Loaf to earn a silver from the writing judges. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loudon calendar, tonight at 6.30 p.m., head to Old Ox Brewery in Ashburn to learn how the love song of the fruit fly can teach us about the secrets of brain evolution. It's Science on Tap, presented by Old Ox and the Loudon County Public Library, again at 6.30 p.m. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, sing to the fruit flies about it and tell your friends and subscribe. 
wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day.